0: This
1: is
2: uh, a solace performed by the Vancouver Symphony Orchestra. Bramwell Tovey conducting with Mark Fewer on violin and Zoltan Rojnai on cello from Jocelyn Morlock's Cobalt. I want
1: to hand over the reins to Gak and the exploding head
2: movies every Monday, 7 to 9. Hope you have a good show. might be bigger than even we think it is. Do you need an upgrade to the soundtrack to your life? Perhaps a song from a film or a tune from TV. My name is Gap. Exploding Head Movies is here to give you sounds from the cinema, along with the songs that will be defining your future, and those forgotten classics that need a little rescue. Yeah. Come on
0: baby. Come on.
2: Loading Head moves. Monday, 7 9 p.m. on CITR 11.9 FM, Vancouver.
0: Oh wait, it was for
1: pain it's just easier than feeling the memory of you again my father once told me wherever you go there you are Stacy will I ever
0: will I ever be you're here we're you're here we're
2: Their super new single, I can, I can Handle That. name of that band is Cool, and uh, with the non remix only B side to that single, that was Modern Europeans. And Cool just released the I Can uh, That, wow, I Can Handle That single just a few weeks ago. And along with the two new songs, that are remixes by Jay Arner, whose keyboardist Jessica there provided the cooing, sassy vocals in Modern Europeans. There's also remixes by Babe Rainbow, Smooth Effects, and New Vaders. And Cool have landed a primo opening slot for one of the two new pornographer shows happening at the Commodore this October. So if you want to see the ghosts of Apollo Ghosts, bring the 80s style dance funk. Make sure you get your tickets to the October 3rd show, since that not just features Cool and the new pornographers, but also has Pickwick. Otherwise, uh, the New Pornos October 4th show. Have some equally fine openers if you're interested in seeing the pains of being pure at heart and high ends. Now, maybe you caught cool at the recent Cotsolano Music Festival, and they're actually heading east to Sackville, New Brunswick right now for Sappy Fest this long weekend, August 1, 2, 3. And for the occasion, just today, they posted a new song off of the split 7-inch that they have with weird lines as part of the Sappy Fest thing. It's an electro gem called You Dance Positive. In the background This is Italy's The Dining Rooms And off the 2006 album Irrisioni Particolare Do Or Due Whatever two is in Italian again I should know this, due This is Madrid de l'Austria's Woman in the Party mix of their song Milano Calibabro Nine, which I think is nueve With Amazing powers of research So yeah, Good evening the name of the show is Exploding Head Movies. is your Sid Spy here. program here found on UBC's memorable community radio station, CITR101.9 FM in Vancouver. We broadcast at 590 watts here in UBC Campus, the Lower Mainland at British Columbia, here in Canada. Elsewhere, you can find us on the web, www.citr.ca. We have live streams. That we can handle 500 of you listening live through the Ice Cast server that way, but as well, there's always a podcast. So, my name's Gak, and you got me for the next two hours. Phone number at the station for those of you listening live. 604 822 2487. Do keep it short, sweet, and to the point since we are mixing things live and juggling stuff, doing magic to make the music happen. But you can email me anytime radiofreegak at gmail.com. So it was on this day, July 28th, 1914, 100 years ago, when the former Austro-Hungarian Empire fired shots into the then Kingdom of Serbia in preparation for an invasion after declaring war in retaliation for the assassination of the Archduke Franz Ferdinand, catalyzing years of tension into what we know as the First World War, WWI, although then it was simply known as the World War or the Great War. It lasted from 1914 to 1918. Those far from modern Europeans saw fighting in almost every region as empires fell, new countries formed, and millions died. So, this week's Exploding Hemdouilles will profile World War I. The cinematic version is going to be a bit suspect, uh, as we did some dip into the archives from past shows titled films about that war, from the film, Canadian film Passchendaele the old sandy epic lawrence of arabia so we'll have some vintage war music to go along with an overall vague theme about war what is it good for who knows that ties into the brief song we heard at the top of the show going back to 1989 from the british sitcom black adder goes forth the final series and rowan atkinson's starring historical satires that was the opening theme taking the first four bars from the traditional army song the british grenadiers before leading it to composer howard Gould's melody that was performed by the band of the 3rd Battalion Royal Anglian Regiment, otherwise known as the Pompadours. And Black Adder Goes Forth highlights some of the absurdity of life in the trenches. Starts Stephen Fry, along with Rowan Atkinson, Tony Robinson, Hugh Laurie. But before we get into that, along with a mix of quality new Canadian music... We do have uh, something to uh, make a note of here because uh, we must tip the hat or spin a Pontiac Firebird backwards for James Garner, the late actor. He was born in Oklahoma and moved to L.A. following his father post-divorce as a teen, and he served one year in the Korean War, getting injured in the face and hands and getting uh, purple ribbons for that. Upon his return to L.A., he took up acting and learned by watching Henry Ford, uh, Henry Fonda, Forda, it was the Ford Theater, not Fonda. But anyways, he watched Henry Fonda perform in the theater every day. So he picked it up, and uh, we'll get into his first breakout TV series shortly. But let's go with what most of us of a certain generation best known for. The perennially broke, always assaulted, but highly social, generally non-confrontational P.I. named Jim Rockford. And The Rockford Files was a procedural drama. It started in 1974, went seven years. And it was created by Stephen J. Cannell. Inspired in part from Garner's old friend Roy Huggins, who we'll get into shortly since he uh, created the show, his first breakout show, anyways. So Canel was good friends with the then, young and up-and-coming, but soon legendary TV composer Mike Post. And wanted an attention-getting instrumental theme for the Rockford Files. So the young Post, well before his days with the Hill Street Blues, the A-Team, Law & Order, bung bung, the X-Files. Uh, he teamed up with his mentor Pete Carpenter. And they combined a blues harmonica dobro electric guitar along with a mini Moog. So, after one of the standard answering machine messages that opened the show, featuring James Garner there, this will be Max Tundra's mostly faithful remix of Mike Post's theme to the Rockford Files. Otherwise, break out your playing cards. Man's rolling in to take your money. Here, are Exploding Head Movies.
3: I'll get back to you.
0: Hi, Jim. We couldn't reach you, so we went ahead with the job, and I know you're really gonna dig it. But if you don't, I suppose we can always tear it out. <laughs>
1: All dark stranger, there. Maverick is the name. Riding the trail to who
2: knows where. Luck is his companion. Gambling is his game. Smooth as a handle on a gun. Maverick is the name. Wild as the wind in Oregon, blowing up a canyon. Easier to tame. Riverboats ring your bell. farewell Annabelle bell. Luck is a lady that he loves so best.
1: New Orleans, living on
3: Jackson, Queens, Maverick is a legend of the West. Riverboat, ring your
2: bell, a well, Annabelle, Buck is a lady that he loves the best. Natchez to New Orleans, living on Jackson, Queens, Maverick is a legend of the West. Maverick is a legend of the West. So after Mike Post and Pete Carpenter's theme to the 1970s TV series, The Rockford Files, we heard an all-anonymous male choir singing David Butolf's and Paul Francis Webster's theme to one of the inspirations to The Rockford Files, just out back a hundred years itself. Airing in the late 50s, the TV Western Maverick, starring a a young James James Garner. Breakout role for him as he sort of mixed it up with you know, Cousins Bo and Brent and all those kind of other uh, actors that way. And Maverick told the story of a traveling aristocratic card shark who found conflict and resolved them very rarely with violence, although he was gotten in a fight. It's a great video of showing an episode with a young Clint Eastwood as a bad guy. Still kind of stone-faced that way. But uh, Maverick was more comedic. It lasted three years and it inspired a mid-90s movie with Meg Gibson and Jodie Foster. And behind me, this is the instrumental version of the Maverick theme, which was originally composed of some minor incidental music for the 1956 film adaptation of The Lone Ranger. And Garner appeared in many Westerns, but he also appeared in films like The Great Escape, playing a role as a scrounger fitting in based on what he did during the Korean War. And Garner was most recently seen in the 2004 Ryan Gosling film The Notebook. And Garner died in his film July 19th from natural causes at the age of 86. Let's hop over to Ontario now for this Ottawa slash Toronto slash Belleville fusion. They're called the Grime Kings, and, and uh, their latest album is Honeymooning. But this track appears also on Volume 3 of the Afterburners compilation that came out last year through the Bruce Tuggy Abel. So this is Grime Kings with One of Us is Lonely.
4: CITR is proud to sponsor Yonatan Gat at the Biltmore Cabaret July 31st. Voted Best Guitarist last year by The Village Voice, Yonatan Gat will be joined by DJ, Selector Dub Narcotic, Snake River of Saskatchewan, and our very own Johnny DeCourcy and the Death Rangers. Advance tickets are only $8, that's $2 a band. For more information, go to thebiltmorecabaret.com.
1: To sky-high gas prices, we can convince America that more drilling is the answer. High gas prices? Drill more. Prices still high? Try drilling in a wildlife refuge. or are off a nice beach.
5: Our traditional energy resources are limited. Luckily, it's easy for students like you to conserve energy. Woke up late for class? Buy some time in the morning by taking a shorter shower. Cut down by one minute every day and save enough to fund your daily caffeine fix for over a week. Plus, you save on electricity and water. Install a water-saving shower head to save even more.
2: For more energy-saving tips, go to www.bchydro.com. This message brought to you by BC Hydro and CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. So that set started off with "Grind Kings with One of Us is Lonely, and that's off this year's Honeymooning album. Then we heard Toronto's Absolutely Free with one of the tracks that will appear on their fourth or upcoming, forthcoming, something coming, self-titled debut album. The song was Beneath the Air. And Absolutely Free is formed of four-fifths or 80% of the old experimental rock act day, day, month, month, year, 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 year. DDMMYYYY. And in the past year, a steady stream of singles have been popping out from the mostly kind of long, rambling, cosmic music in the vein appropriate for their name, taken from an old Frank Zappa, the Mothers of Invention album title. However, under the production of Mike Haliachuk, one of the guys from a Toronto's hardcore band name, F'd Up. But since this isn't a mainstream station, listener discretion is advised. It's called Fucked Up. Um, they're narrowing things down a little bit, tightening it up. But uh, that sounds like a bit of a tomorrow never knows meets caribou vibe. You know, hazy psych that aims inwards. And then we close with Calgary's Viet Cong. Keeping up with a vague uh, war theme this way. Off last year's cassette EP, which uh, was recently released onto CD and vinyl by Mexican Summer. So, an a- inaccurate title at this point. Uh, the song we heard was Static Wall. Now, Viet Cong is a Calgary supergroup of sorts. It has Matt Flagel and Mike Wallace, who used to be the rhythm section for the awesome band that was known as Women. Then there's Monty Monroe, who played in Lab Coast. And then Danny Christensen, well, used to be a Black Sabbath cover band that was practicing next door. So in the wake of the startling death of former women guitarist Christopher Reimer back in 2012, who passed away in his sleep, suffering from a heart ailment at the age of 26, Flegel Monroe took on some urgency with their music, and uh, Viet Cong, they've hit the road a little bit, and they have a quiet confidence with their uh, garage pop. Proper debut album was recorded at a barn-turned-studio in rural Ontario by Graham Walsh from another band that you can't really say on air called Holy Fuck, and uh, it'll be due later this year. In the background, this is Harold Budd and Clive Wright off their 2009 album Candy Lion. This is Sunday after the war. It's Monday evening. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR Vancouver. My name is Gak, and uh, we'll eventually get into World War One. I we'll listened through a whole bunch of stuff through the Internet Archive tied to uh, digitized wax cylinders, so there'll be sort of some fun 1910s vintage music that way. But uh, before we get to that, we'll have some hazy synths starting with Montreal's Gold Zebra, the duo of JP and Julie. And their self titled debut came out earlier this year through Visage Musique. So this is going to be Gold Zebra with When Words Fail.
4: Live, The Georgia Strait and CITR present Bad Bad Not Good with special guest Sabota. Tuesday, August 12th at Venue Nightclub. Plus, DJs flip out and wreck. Doors are at 9pm. Advance tickets on sale now at Red Cat and Zulu Records or online at bplive.ca.
5: Sample the various flavors of Italian music from north to south, traditional to modern, on this bilingual show. Folk, singer-songwriter, jazz, and much more. Give them the boot, Tuesday 2 p.m. at CATR 11.9 FM.
2: From their self-titled album from last year, that was Vancouver's own Bliss Club with Prada. Bliss Club is the duo of Sarah Common and Ian Johnston. Not much more I can tell you aside from that. They are on Tumblr. But uh, I think since the last time I played them, there's not much in the way of news, at least, that is publicly available. But uh, the entire album is well worth a listen to. Especially because I think about the entire time since it's come out, it must have played half by this point. Now, in the background here, this is Philip Glass. From uh, his score to the best documentary for the Oscar Awards of 2003, The Fog of War, this track is Body Count. It's directed by Earl Morris about uh, the former Secretary of State, Robert S. McNamara, who guided the states into the Vietnam War. And he provided 11 lessons that he learned about what not to do. Part of that is probably going into war. And the fascinating thing is that recently did a sort of spiritual sequel to it. Last year's The Unknown Known, where he uh, does a similar interview with Donald Rumsfeld. Old Rummy himself. Although in this case, as opposed to Rummy confessing what he did not know, uh, he sticks with his guns and then Morris provides the evidence counter to that so it's more of an analysis about uh I think groupthink and sticking to the script as it were up next uh, we have a Toronto Dublin act Toronto, Ontario and Dublin Ireland they're called Triangle and Seed and uh they've been releasing some tracks of the follow-up to uh, last year's Calgary EP it's sort of a dark R&B in a weakened way so how much I could tell you aside from hopefully there's more music coming soon but uh Some of the tracks I've heard so far that aren't on the Calgary EP, they sound nice. So uh, there's going to be Triangle and Seed with Gates Gully.
1: Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you.
2: Apparently from Kitchener, although there's some connections to Toronto, we heard Man Meets Bear with Bwabgoni Gizis. It's off the latest album, Waga Skinga, which you can get off of Bandcamp quite easily, but it is also through the label Fantastic. The label's name is Label Fantastic for the record. Um, the bio for Man Meets Bear is definitely an exercise in reading comprehension, since uh, it was formed from a lake scientist in Ontario who met a totem pole featuring a man and a bear in BC, and featuring little brothers, Double D, who are now solar engineers and an experimental housewife. So, I will leave it at that. I love that creativity, but at the same time, who are they? It's like, they they come from land. In the background here, this is King Tubby. He, he fights Lee Perry from the 1997 album Megawatt Dub, although I think this dates back to the 70s since I hear a bit of the arcology sound there on the boards. This is War Dub. It's 8 o'clock here, Pacific Daylight Time. You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM. My name's Gak. The name of this show is Exploding Head Movies. And uh, we will drift slowly into our profile on the centennial the start of World War I There's a bit of a war theme going on Otherwise and this connects On to this next act As we get Our war on The War on Drugs Definitely something in the 80s and 90s children know But it's also the name of a Philly Act And they are in town tomorrow, Tuesday, July 29th And Wednesday, July 30th At the Rickshaw Theatre They're from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania And their latest album, Lost in the Dream was uh, written by uh, their leader, Adam Granduciel. After the touring for Slave Ambient, their 2011 album, uh, he had a bit of a post-tour depression. So he started writing songs to fight it off, and there were multiple songs included, ditched, rewritten, and all that. And uh, that formed the basis of the album that they are touring in support of. So off of Lost in the Dream, this is the war on drugs with red eyes.
5: Vancouver Queer Film Festival is back for its 26th year in theaters August 14 to 24. More than 80 films from 11 countries, including Russia, Brazil, Italy, and the Philippines, showcase themes of gender identity, forbidden love, and culture. Super Pass is available now and tickets on sale July 24. For tickets and more info, check out queerfilmfestival.ca. Support the festival, donate $10 by texting Giver10, spelled G I V E R 10. To 45678.
2: Congratulations. You've tuned
1: into the best radio station around. This is Mac DeMarco. Have a blessed day.
0: What the a-
2: short little number there off of his 2007 album Chinois series featuring the Vietnamese French artist known as Onra, that was war basically back in 2005-2006 Arnaud Bernard went back to his native Vietnam bought a whole bunch of vintage 60s Vietnamese and Chinese records then he went J Dilla on all of them and uh, he's released two albums in the Chinois series Although most of his original music at this point is kind of like in a damn funk, electro-type vein. In the background here, this is the Portland Cello Project of the 2009, the Tao and Justin Power Sessions. This is Mouth for War. Now, in case the heat gets to you here in Vancouver, I do want to talk about at least a couple of the rep theaters, about what they're doing right now when it comes to films. Consider this a compensation for the lack of, well, the shortened version of films that were in profile here on Exploding Head Movies. Cinematech. They're getting ready for uh, always a fantastic part of summer which is the Film Noir series. Looks like they have a new print of Double Indemnity coming up. Did see something like Gun Crazy. The full schedule is posted on the Cinematech website which is thecinematheque.ca One thing I'm looking forward to is uh, they've been in the midst of uh, showing a restored version of William Friedkin's I've kind of a forgotten a new Hollywood film from 1978 called Sorcerer, mostly because it's a bit of a misnomer of a name, since it is a bit of a remake of The Wages of Fear, a classic film about a dangerous truck shipment in the mountains, all the tension that way. So I've been dying to see it. I won't die, but I will see it. It looks like the last screening available is July 31st, this Thursday. Meanwhile, we at the Rio Theater. Well, this Friday, they have a, a bit of a shark festival going on, including sharknado and then sharknado 2 the second one and then the follow-up on saturday Well, they're showing jaws otherwise uh terry gilliam's latest film the zero theorem actually is going to be screened uh the late show on saturday and it looks like the early show on sunday august 3rd so if you have nothing to do the long weekend keep your eyes peeled even though i know it is pride week there's always going to be the fun parade in the west end Uh, Let's get back to the war theme here. We're going to hop towards the White Rabbits, originally from Columbia, Missouri, uh, calling Brooklyn home, and they have a bit of a spoon vibe based on uh, some of the production that they do. So from their most recent album, 2012's Milk Famous, this is the White Rabbits with the day you won the war here on Exploding Hit Movies, CITR, Vancouver.
5: Anthropology displays long-term and visiting exhibits of indigenous art from around the world, and guided tours are free. Our permanent collection features one of the world's finest exhibits of Northwest Coast First Nations art. Our collection includes 36,000 ethnographic pieces, 535,000 archaeological pieces, and over 600 pieces in the Kroner Ceramics Gallery. There's a lot to take in. Luckily, at the Museum of Anthropology, final exams are always take-home. If you've never checked out this world-class facility, now's your chance. Museum of Anthropology is located right on campus and free for all UBC students and faculty. Come enjoy our collection and resources.
1: Hi, this is Mick from Bell and Sebastian, and you're listening to DITR 101.9 FM.
0: i yeah.
2: From his only solo album called "Or" from 1969, the man who used to be part of Jefferson Airplane before a fire axe incident happened, and then uh, became part of Moby Grape, that was Windsor's Skip Spence with "War in Peace." Now, "Or" was something they recorded all on his own. Uh, the story says that uh, in the midst of something, either a trip or a schizophrenic episode, he uh, motorbiked in his pajamas to the recording studio in Nashville and spent a week recording every part. I've only heard a couple songs off the album since I rely on compilations for it, but it's a very moody bit of psych rock that fitting in the era quite nicely. And of course, in the background here, this is John Barry from the James Bond film from 1967, You Only Live Twice. This is Bond Avert's World War III as he always does. So we'll get into World War I properly here, though. First, uh, with a song written in tribute to the then-last surviving veteran who actually served in the trenches at the time. There were two other veterans who lived longer. There was Claude schulz who served in the British Royal Navy, and later the Royal Australian Navy, and he was the last combat veteran who died in 2011. And then Florence Green, she was a member of the Women's Royal Air Force, and she was the last surviving veteran in totality from the first world war who died in 2012 but harry patch he was dubbed the last tommy and Tommies were the nicknames given to british privates in 1960 he was conscripted into the duke of cornwall's light infantry and he served as a assistant gunner he arrived in france in june 1917 and found the battle of passiondale later that september where he was injured we'll fade out Bond. there and uh, it was in September when he was injured, when a shell exploded overhead. He lost three of his comrades, and he was hospitalized. He never went back to war, which was a relief to him since uh, he wasn't a big fan of it at all. So Radiohead's Tom York saw an emotional interview of Patch back in 2005, a time when there were still a few more surviving World War I veterans, including the last Canadian, John Babcock. And York was inspired by Patch's anti-war messages. So when Patch died in 2009 at the age of 111, Radiohead wrote and recorded the song as a tribute to the super centenarian. It was recorded in an abbey, which features York paraphrasing many of Patch's statements about war, and then Johnny Greenwood with a string arrangement. Patch's family endorsed the song, and uh, it debuted a day before his funeral on TV, and proceeds for the single, which you can actually still download through Radiohead's website for a pound sterling. Uh, The proceeds completely go to the Royal British Legion, which is a charity supporting those who are serving or who have served in the British Armed Forces. So this is going to be Radiohead in memory of Harry Patch.
1: Bravo. Oh, <laughs> yes, indeed.
3: This is going to make your world a lot different than the one I grew up in. You know what? C-I-T-R. Is? Sure, it's over there. And over there is where that sound is coming from. Right, Mr. Marconi? Through the air,
1: across the ocean, the first time ever. <laughs>
4: hello everybody you are listening to 101.9 fm in vancouver c-i-t-r catch exploding head movies mondays at seven hey horace give us three shots of your best bourbon and have that russian waiter i like bring it over Hello, hello, hello! My name is Russian Tim, and I'm the host of weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. Tune into CITR 101.9 FM every Thursday from 10 to 11 a.m. And you can also find the podcast on CITR.ca, iTunes, and my blog RocketFromRussia.tumblr.com. <laughs>
2: In the background, this is Leroy Holmes and his orchestra with Is High off the 1968 album for a few dollars more and other motion pictures. And we just heard one of the B-sides to the breakout 2004 single, Take Me Out. That was Franz Ferdinand with All For You, Sophia. And the Glaswegian rock quartet blasted through the mid-2000s with smart literate pop. And uh, All For You, Sophia shows them at the time of their best around the same time as their 2004 self-titled debut. Their latest album is this year's Right Thoughts, Right Words, Right Action. And it was tough to pick one of the songs to play by the band because, uh, well, Franz Ferdinand originally took their name from a winning racehorse. But as they start exploring the alliterative aspects of the name, uh, they realize the full scope of history of the name since it was the assassination of the Archduke of the Austro-Hungarian Empire at the time that triggered World War I. The original Franz Ferdinand was shot in the streets of the Bosnian captain of Sarajevo in the midst of a visit to, uh, what was then, uh, Austrian-Hungarian territory. And he was shot by a Serbian, Gavrilo Princi, as we heard in the lyrics there. He also shot and killed the Archduke's wife, Sophie. So, all for you, Sophia. There's was a pop take on assassination. although making Sophie for S- Sophia for melodic purposes. Sophie into Sophia. So... Now, naturally, um, Franz Ferdinand's dad, the leader Franz Joseph I, uh, definitely wasn't happy with it. So, decades of European alliances came to a head when uh, Franz Joseph I delivered an ultimatum to Serbia. It was written 100 years ago, stipulating 10 possible conditions for Serbia to meet for what they did to their most likely heir. Serbia met most of them, but it was today, 100 years ago, July 28th, 1914. When the Austro-Hungarians invaded Serbia Which forced Serbia's allies France, the British Empire Which includes Canada and other Commonwealth states And then Russia To sort of join in And then the Austro-Hungarians were helped out by uh, The Germans, the Ottoman Empire And the scope of the size of the countries at the time were insane So Austro-Hungary included uh, bits of uh, The Western Ukraine Actually, no, that, uh, I'm getting mixed everything. So Western Ukraine was part of oof, another country at the time. But uh, yeah, you can see the existing division line still in light of what's happening with Ukraine right now since the Russian support rebels on the other side. Because the Czechs didn't exist, either did Slovakia or Romania. And then uh, you had uh, Turkey combined with Caucasus, Crimea, Balkans, and some other Mediterranean islands. But uh, yeah, everything extended out to Northern Africa, the several Pacific islands, since that's where some colonies were, and then Japan was involved as well. So World War I lasted quite some time, specifically 1918. Everyone thought it was going to be a quick war at first, but as everyone entrenched, newer defensive techniques overrode old offensive plans. So the first three years were a massive stalemate, and millions of people died. I won't go into the full recapping of World War One since... Uh, a whole bunch of neutral countries got invaded, then we were selling; th- others were selling things to both sides, and then the Americans eventually got along. But during that time, many songs were written by uh, both sides. We're going to focus on the Allies here, particularly in Britain, but also the U.S. And uh, we're going to start off with, we'll do a couple sets here involving recorded wax cylinders that were digitized and uploaded onto www.archive.org. So some of the audio quality here is going to be suspect because wax cylinders... How do you record it through microphone and time and degradation and all that? So, but these two classics have been a part of pulp culture ever since. And we're going to start off with an Irish ditty, most commonly associated song with World War I. The most commonly heard version is done by John McCormick, is from 1914. And you can actually hear that on the soundtrack to Titanic. Titanic. Too many T's in that. Titanic. No, Titanic. Even though the boat sank two years, two years before all this. This will be the American Quartet's version, featuring an early recording star, Billy Murray, about a longing to return to a hometown of 5,000 people. It is a long, long way to Tipperary.
3: Up to mighty London came an Irishman one day as the streets are paved with gold, sure everyone was gay. Singing songs of Piccadilly, Strand and Leicester Square. Till Paddy got excited, then he shouted, to them there? It's a long way to Tipperary. It's a long way to go. It's a long way to Tipperary. To the sweetest girl I know. Goodbye, Piccadilly, farewell, Leicester Square. It's a long, long way to Tipperary, but my heart's right there. So it's goodbye. Well it's a long, long way to Tipperary But my heart's right there. Maddie wrote a letter to his Irish Molly. Saying, should you not receive it, write and let me know. If I make mistakes in spelling, Molly, dear, said he, remember it's the pen that's bad, don't lay the blame on me. It's a long way to temporary. It's a long way to go. It's a long way to temporary. So it's goodbye, Piccadilly. Farewell, Esther Square. It's a long, long way to Tipperary.
1: first is a funny little conjure with a smile, a funny smile. My mate, none, he's an awful little donger with a smile, a funny smile. Blushed or broke, he'll have his little joke. He can't be suppressed. All the other fellows have to grin when he gets rid of him. Pack up your troubles in your old kit bag and smile, smile, smile. While you've alone left, to light your bag, smile, boys, that's my style. What's the use of worrying? It never was worthwhile. Ooh, pack up your troubles in your old kit bag and smile. Marching into Flanders with his smile, his sunny smile. He was loved by the private and commanders for his smile, his sunny smile. When the throng of Germans came along with a mighty swing, Hurts yelled out, this little bunch is mine, keep your head down boys and sing. Hey! Bag up up, troubles in your old kid's bag and smile, smile, smile. While you've a the to light, your Smile, boys, that's the style. What's the use of worrying? It never was worth a while. Ooh. Back off, get dropped with a yellow, hit and smile, smile, smile.
2: Quoted in 1916, that was Murray Johnson with the first ever version of Pack Up Your Troubles in Your Old Kit Bag and Smile, Smile, Smile. Another one of those music hall-derived songs to help boost the morale of the troops during World War I. And these songs were sung by the soldiers in the trenches to keep their spirits up. And that was the fascinating thing about listening to a whole bunch of music while researching this show, just because everything was relatively upbeat, march-worthy, Anything just to sort of keep you up while mired in the mud and the grime as hell and full up above. Now in the background, this is Adriana Brooke with uh, first, Will the King Be Proud of Canada? And then I'll soon talk over Boys from Canada. And these two songs come from a collection of songs from Hamilton's McMaster University, home to CFMU 93.3. Uh, the compilation is called The War Songs of the First Half of the 20th Century. And it consists of uh, over 100 anonymous donations of patriotic sheet music written in Canada. So these were performed and uploaded, and uh, these appear on the McMaster Library website. Fantastic little stuff that way. We'll talk a little bit more about Canada's role in World War I after this next set of songs. Uh, this one was originally written in 1917. A bit of a satiric number that later inspired a 1960s musical and then a film of a closely similar name called Oh, That's a Wonderful War. But this recording is from 1930. This will be the Jolly Old Fellows with Oh, It's a Lovely War. No, it isn't.
1: And gay. As the train moved out, he said, Remember me to all the birds. Then he wagged his paw and went away to all, shouting out these pathetic words Goodbye, goodbye. Oh, I'm the so dear baby, dear, from your eye. Though we're so far, I know, I know. I'll be single the <laughs> death do so right don't say, there's a silver lining in the sky. Bonfire, all things, chill, yo, chin, chin, la, boo, tu, goodbye. At the concert down at Hugh, some convalescent dressed in blue, at the hear Lady Lee, who had turned 83, sing all the old, old songs she knew. Then she made a speech and said, I look upon you boys with pride And for what you've done I'm going to kiss each one Then they all grab their sticks and cry Goodbye, goodbye Oh, it's a tear, baby, dear From your eye Though it's hard to I know, I know I'll feel Because I'm just go Don't cry, don't cry There's a silver lining in the sky on my old thing Oh, chin, chin, na, goodbye. Little private, pet, big talk. He was the
2: president of... From 1918, that was Cortland and Jeffries with goodbye. The duo is taken the 1917 song written by Bert Lee and R.P. Weston, who wrote over 2,000 songs during their time together. And connecting back to the first song that we heard tonight on Exploding Head Movies, Goodbye gives its name to the final episode of Black Adder Goes Forth, the uh, BBC World War I sitcom starring Rowan Atkinson. It punctuates the war comedy with a poignant ending that put all the laughter into a bit of a dark context. That was the war, since most of the main characters go over the top, and it cuts to a still of poppies in a field and no other credits. Bringing, of course, to mind the rondo that we hear every Remembrance Day in Flanders Fields, written by the Canadian physician, Lieutenant Colonel John McCray. Now we have more Adriana Brooke behind me here, continuing on with the Canadian patriotic First World War songs from the McMaster University's collection of war songs from the first half of the 20th century. Firstly, with I Love You, Canada. And we'll hear a bit of the best old flag on Earth, back when Canada had the uh, Union Jack in the corner. And all the provinces kind of still have something like that. The Canadians fared well at battles in Vimy Ridge and some. And as the Dominion Canada went into war within a day of Britain's declaration against Germany, uh, since uh, at the time as being a Dominion, all its foreign policy was dictated from Westminster... Due to Canada's involvement in the war over time, instead of being commanded by British leaders, specific Canadian brigades and commanders became prominent, and uh, various media titled The Birth of the Canadian Nation, based on what it did during the First World War. So yeah, Vimy Ridge and some Canadians did quite well. However, uh, there was uh, Passchendaele, which was a long drawn-out battle. and The first two battles did not go that well to claim the Belgian town, and it cost tens of thousands of lives. And in 2008, a Canadian film directed and starring Paul Gross about The Bowels Made. So for this short soundtrack profile about First World War films, we'll listen to a piece from a soundtrack I profiled a couple years ago when Exploding Head Movies actually did broadcast one Remembrance Day. So this will be Jan A.P. Kashmark from Passchendaele. This will be There's a River. There's your World War I sampler there. From Passchendaele, we first heard Jan Apigashmerk, the Polish composer with There's a River, and then from the 1962 epic Lawrence of Arabia, we heard uh, Maurice Charest with Arrivals at Otto's Camp. And in the background here, we'll listen to Miracle. And Lawrence of Arabia tells the story of Colonel T.E. Lawrence and his time in the Arabian Peninsula during the First World War, and then his uh, attacks on Aqaba and Damascus. Now there are a few films that I wanted to cover tied to the First World War that I would love to have gotten into, but uh, do keep your eyes peeled for things like All Quiet on the Western Front, Matahari, A Farewell to Arms, a great Ernest Hemingway novel adaptation, Sergeant York, What a Price Glory, Paths of Glory, Gallipoli, just to name but a few. But the stories of the Red Baron, The Christmas Truce, as well as the horrors of poison gas and the health in the trenches along the Western Front remained strong in the cultural memory. And the hope was that 1918, when the war was finally declared over on November 11th, it would have been the war to end all wars, but uh, some of the decisions made along the way by the victors and what actually happened with some of the empires that broke apart and new countries formed kept the fires burning for what would be the next war 20 years later. So the next four years, you're going to see a lot of news covering about the scope of the First World War. As I mentioned, it was 100 years ago when it started. But it's odd to think, at least from my age, that we've lost all the original voices who kept the story going. So from failed hands, we remember what we can. So that is going to be it for Exploding Hidden Movies this week. Coming up at 9 o'clock, it is The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. And if you missed any of this week's episode, well, the podcast server on www.citr.ca is... Uh, getting a little bit of uh, renovation right now, so some of the stuff is missing, but uh, do keep your eyes peeled. At some point, uh, the shows will be recorded here and then uploaded at the appropriate time. So if you have any questions, just email me, radiofreegack gmail.com, and I'll see what I can do. Anyways, next week it is BC Day, a long weekend here in Canada. Pride Week is in full effect, so I think the parade is on Sunday. And I think we'll take a look at the soundtrack and songs from uh, the Paul Thomas Anderson film Magnolia. But otherwise, we'll close with another take on Jare's Lawrence of Arabia music. Toronto flugelhorn player Fred Stone released his own cover from 1972, but uh, he performed it live on the CBC in the 70s. So what we're going to do is listen to uh, something that appeared on volume one of the Ready or Not Deep Jazz Grooves from the CBC Radio Canada archives released back in 2005. So joining uh, Fred Stone here, it's going to be Lenny Boyd on bass, Pete Magadini on drums, Kathy Moses on flute, Bernie Sinetsky on piano, and then Mike Creighton basically taking every percussive instrument there is. Waterphone, vibraphone, marimba, sleigh bells, castanets, tambourine, woodblock, and rattle. This will be Fred Stone's group there taking on the theme from Lawrence of Arabia. So take care of yourselves, Vancouver, and we'll see you in seven days. Oh.
1: Yes, good music. Thanks, uh, Monsieur Gack, And, of course, you are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show, coming right up with Gavin Walker.